Christian Podcast, a ministry of Sin Church. This is a podcast dedicated to taking all that information you got all up in your brain and giving you real practical application. Hello and welcome to another fabulous episode of Practically Christian Podcast. That was a nice adjective. Hello, welcome. And I'm not 100% sure what an adjective is. Hmm. But I got nothing this for is that. not an English class, so it's okay. Language arts. Thank you to everyone who has been being active on our Practically Christian brand new Facebook. Who's been being? Again, this isn't an English <laughs> class. Yes, thank you. You've been active and we appreciate it. And it's not too late to head over and go ahead and write in what your favorite episode has been. Is that a poll you're taking on Facebook? No, it was uh, just a question I asked yesterday. So, I know we're getting closer to Christmas. Mm -hmm. And don't worry, I have a whole Christmas podcast series, so this isn't it. It's the most wonderful time But, I know we're not at the end of the year, but I was already thinking about, like, what I was excited for in 2018. Hmm. What were you excited for? And kind of going through a checklist of... Okay, I was excited for this. Did I get to this? Being married to me for another year. Yep. Mm-hmm. That was on the top of that list, wasn't it? Yep. Mm-hmm. It was, actually. Um, actually, and, and we just heard the sad news that Marvel, former Marvel editor-in-chief Stan Lee yep. has passed away. Very sad. It is very sad, especially for someone like me. Who absolutely loves the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Are you worried they're going to mess it up now that he's gone? No. Let's be honest. At this point in life, he probably wasn't like in on the decisions anymore. Probably not. But that being said, 2018, one of the things I was excited for mm-hmm. was Infinity War. Mm, that was, that was it, good. It did not disappoint. Nope. I really enjoyed it. I think we've watched it um, three times, four times. I don't know. Another thing I was excited about was starting this podcast. Mm-hmm. And again, did not disappoint. Mm-mm. But it was a culmination of 10 years. Like, think about all the movies that came out in the MCU that they had to string together to come up with Infinity War. And I didn't grow up with comics, but I know I absolutely loved the movie. I mean, it's it's a culmination of so many different story arcs, mm-hmm. you know, and, and all these different characters and how all these different people, like, wound up, you know, crossing paths with each other. Mm-hmm. But with all the excitement about all these comics, where does Practically Christian fit into that? I don't know, but I'm sure because you're going to Because this is not Practically Comics. It is not Practically Comics. Let's just be honest. You guys can call me Professor X because I know what you're thinking. Oh my gosh. Nobody calls him Professor X. You're thinking. You're thinking. Great. Now this guy is going to tell me how comics are evil and I shouldn't be reading them because of all the violence and the evil magic stuff. And if that's your conviction, Don't please watch it. do stop. But that is not at all where I am going with any of this. I want to take a minute and talk to all 
of the comic book heroes out there. Okay. Wow, you just said that like, like you know. You want to talk to the Iron comic Man's book? just flying around. Well, I I was gonna give you a second because I thought you maybe maybe you misspoke, but you did not. See, and a lot of people are probably like, comics are fake. What are you talking about? There's no such thing as Iron Man. But are they? Or Hulk? I'm gonna go ahead and say no. Like, comics are not fake. In fact, there are superheroes out there right now as we speak. Yep. They're lurking mm. in the church. Mm. They're working with us. Mm-hmm. They're playing with us. You may even be living with one and not even realize it. Oh my goodness. Are you going to tell me that you are Hulk? No, because see, these comic book heroes, their superpower is to fit in no matter where they're at. Oh, like a chameleon? Yeah, so like if they're at work and, and everyone's joking about, you know, some racist joke... They kind of just like hang out in the back and they don't really like, you know, they don't They laugh, don't participate. But they definitely aren't going. Don't do that. That's wrong. Right. They're at school talking about that awesome party mm-hmm. and they know it was awesome because they were there. Right. They were just as drunk as everyone else. Mm-hmm. They're at home getting yelled at by an abusive spouse. Mm-hmm. There but will even be at- some. In church with you. I was going to say, smiling at church on Sunday. Yes, these heroes are everywhere, and we can call them practically chameleon Christians. Mm. See, they say all the right things when they're surrounded by other Christians. Right. But when they get the chance to put on their mask and become just like everybody else, they exercise their powers of never offending. Mm Mm-hmm. Never standing up for what's right or ever saying the name of Jesus outside of a strictly Christian environment. Mm. Wow. Was not expecting that. No? I don't know what I was thinking, but that was not it. Well, oh, well I guess you already answered that question, <laughs> so there's no point in asking. What were you no, thinking? but that's true. I mean, those are conversations we've had and... We've been in situations where we've been like that. And you know what? And I know has. this is none of our listeners. Like, they are definitely not the ones that struggle with this. I got nothing. However, if I'm really honest, this was me. I was going to say, I... For years. You know, I was so afraid of being rejected by people that I would just rationalize this behavior Mm -hmm. and, and all sorts of other shady behavior just to be... Really? You thought I was Sorry, gonna say that? I thought you were gonna say something else. Did you see my face? <laughs> I read your lips, that's why I said Ooh. really. But I would I would justify and rationalize all kinds of shady behavior. Right. So people wouldn't reject me. Not stand up in conversations. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and you try to walk as close as you can to that line. And see, I think the real challenge nowadays isn't how close I can walk to the line, but how far away I can be from the right, line, right. so people how don't even mm-hmm. yeah, so people don't even think I'm questioning. I don't want to be associated with the line, but I don't want to feel like I'm away from the line. And really, this is more common than any of us would like to believe. I mean, I know I was being sarcastic about it, um, you know, and and trying to hit on a humor bone. You're humorous, huh? Not but I mean, horrible. people may know what the Bible says, but there's a difference between knowing this is what the Bible says. And actually living out, this is what the Bible says. Much harder than it seems. Yeah, sometimes it's just easier to put on that mask mm-hmm. and 
and just look like, sound like, talk like, walk like everyone. everyone else, right? Yeah. You know, it's always harder to go against the flow because mm-hmm. when you're going against the flow, you're bumping into everybody coming at you. Right. And and sometimes that gets exhausting if we're really honest about it. Mm-hmm. It does. You know, sometimes you just go, you know what? I, I don't even want to talk be. about this, right? right? I just want to be. Right. And and stop, you know, looking at me and going, oh, well, you're a Christian. You need to act like it. Well, first of all, if you're using that excuse, eh. you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Kind of Christian shaming people. Mm-hmm. I just had this conversation today, totally off this subject, but we were talking about plastic surgery and um, how how I've had been in conversations where people have shamed or been offen- offensive towards someone who's had plastic surgery. And, and it was said a real Christian wouldn't do that. I didn't even know what, what that well, meant. Well, see, and that, that kind of transitions into what I was going to say. And, and Jesus' high priestly prayer, and what we should refer to as the Lord's Prayer, mm-hmm. in John 17, he prays that, you know, God protect them. And them is the disciples and everyone who's going to come after them. Right. So us. Mm-hmm. He goes, help them make, you know, uh, they're of the world, but they're not in it. Right. And see, in the and what I'm going to address is kind of the opposite of that, is this can sometimes be a cop-out for Christians who are rude. Yes. You know, oh my gosh. of the world, not in it. Yep. You know? Don't have to deal with it. Don't have to say hi to those um, sinners. But it is the very prayer that Jesus prayed and should be taken with the utmost respect. I mean, Jesus doesn't just pray this prayer in hopes that people would be different. He is right. commanding... All who follow him right, to be different. Right, it's not a spiritual suggestion. Right. I mean, and, and again, in, in a verse that keeps coming up, I don't know if everybody out there notices this, but in Matthew 5, we're told to be lights to the dark world. Mm-hmm. Like, we weren't made to fit in. New creations can't. Right. Like, if you take a lot of old things and you put, like, a new thing in there... One thing is not like the other. Right. You're immediately going to recognize that. It's like when, like, people, you know, especially people who lose weight. Right. If they don't have people who have seen them in a while, <laughs> like it's been a couple of weeks or a couple of months. Right. And then you see them again, you're like, wow, like you lost a lot of weight. Right. Because it's such a, a, a stark difference. Mm-hmm. Um, the problem is, is like, I, I seriously, I'm reminded of the Lego movie and we have little kids. So that's why it, it comes up. You know, and Emmett is the special. And if you haven't seen the Lego movie, it's not adorable. A, it, yeah, it's not a bad movie. You should. But Emmett is the special. And, and as Bad Cop is interviewing him, like he goes in and talks to all the people, like the people he works with, the people he, you know, sees at the coffee shop, the, like all of these people that he interacts with. Mm-hmm. And like no one can name one thing special about him. And it it's like... We all just kind of fit into this mold. Right. Where, you know, you have to think like the majority. And and really, with all the the recount stuff that's going on here in Florida, again, right. mm-hmm. you know, it's the same thing. Like, I get there's some polarizing political issues out there. But, like, I also know that there are people that voted for a Democrat just because they're a Democrat. And people voted for a Republican. Just, just because, because they're a Republican. Didn't care about the issues, didn't care what they stood for. They went, that's my person. 
They claim the same thing I do. So I'm for them. Right. And, and Jesus made us to stick out to give the world a model to, to look at. Right. You know, if we look like and sound like and act like all of the world... Then, so if then you're really, fighting why? with people on Facebook about politics, is that looking like the world? All right. There is a fine line here, though. That was okay? not me. There, There is a fine line here because you should have political conviction. Absolutely. Like, you should go, this is who I'm voting for, and this is why I'm voting for them. I'm talking about the people that are fighting going, I can't believe you're voting for a Democrat. You're supposed to be a Christian. As if Jesus came and labeled himself a Republican. I I agree. Like, that doesn't make sense to me. I agree. And just because someone calls himself a Christian doesn't make them a Christian. Or a Republican. And, and that's what I was going to say. Just like the same way someone who calls himself a Republican or a conservative may not make them a, a Republican or a conservative. Right. I mean, just because I wear, you know, a, a Tampa Bay Rays jersey doesn't make me a baseball player. Right. Just because a park in the garage doesn't make me a car. <laughs> Do you normally just go sit in the garage and like I'm parked here? No, but if whatever it makes your analogy sense to kind me. of fell apart. But that's Paul's heart in Romans when he says not to conform to the ways of this world in chapter twelve. I still think I made sense to that. But you have to understand by the time you get to chapter twelve, he's already spent eleven chapters talking about. Man being sinful by nature mm-hmm. and evil. Oh, people don't want to hear that, baby. But the first, like, seven chapters are, mm-hmm. are man's sinful nature and evil by nature. Mm-hmm. Then he spends two chapters speaking out how God saves us. It wasn't anything we did. And then two chapters on what it means to be saved. Was it my behavior? Huh? Was it my behavior? It was nothing we did. Nothing we did. Nothing. Um. And then the last four chapters in the book are, okay, now that you are saved, here's how your life should look. I mean, again, why why are you calling yourself a Christian? Like, that's a heart question. Mm-hmm. Why do you believe in Jesus? Mm. You know, if your answer is anything other than because he's the son of God, he's exactly who he said he was, he, he did exactly what he said he did. And he called out to me and I answered. Then you're you're in the wrong area. I mean, look at the woman at the well in John 6. Met Jesus and everybody wanted to meet him after seeing how she was changed. Right. Zacchaeus, who met Jesus in a sycamore tree, mm-hmm. like meets Jesus and then pays back everybody he's wronged four times over. Mm-hmm. Lazarus meets Jesus and he can't even stay dead. Everywhere someone meets Jesus, they are transformed into something new that causes more people to want to meet Jesus. Right. Because again, if I'm dead and then I'm not dead anymore, like you're going to want to know. know, How are you not dead? I mean, seriously, look at the multi-billion dollar industry of either plastic surgery or makeup Mm -hmm. or any of these industries that are designed to make a 40-year-old still think she looks like an 18-year-old. Hashtag I love makeup. Hashtag doesn't always work. Not for you. I was, I was going to say, you're, you're your tread makeup, lightly on that one. Your makeup always works. No, but even like at that one game that we went to with JT, and I was like, oh my gosh. Like that very distinct 
line from where your skin looked normal. Is he doing this? To where He's your doing, skin. You're doing this. I can't believe you're doing this. Where what it is like, this? It looked like, like a rash. Remember? <gasps> I do remember. And that was very sensitive. I had bad lighting. Yes, we need really great. It just did not you represent what I knew to, to be, be the truth. truth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh-huh. But it's a multi-billion dollar industry. Mm -hmm. Why? Because everybody wants to be young. Everybody wants to be healthy. Everybody wants to be, you know, in control and and all of that. When in fact, we're not. Right. Or not Matthew. Jesus is going to say, in Matthew, don't be anxious for anything. You'll never add an hour to your life. You'll never get one hair to turn black or white. You have said that to me at least, at least once a week, every week since we've been married. (laughs) And it has yet to sink in. It's sinking in now. I'm just playing. Seriously. (laughs) Seriously. But I mean, again, like, it just, we don't have to pretend to be something we're not. No, it's exhausting. One way or another. Be real. And people are either going to like you and love you for who you are or they're not and you have no control over that. Right. I mean, doesn't Jesus say the world hated me so they're going to hate you? There may be some people. Does James not say being friends with the world is being enemies with God? You just cut me off. Keep going. I forgot what I was going to say. Then it was probably a lie. It wasn't a lie. It was intense and it was motivating and you cut me off. But if you're still out there masquerading... Like a regular person, after you claim you have met the king of kings, Mm -hmm. go back and make sure you really met him. And just for the record, I could go out without makeup. I just love makeup (laughs) and my face is like a canvas and I feel like I need to paint it. You're beautiful, baby. Thank you. You're welcome. Can I move on now? You can move on now. All right. (laughs) Because part of being a real Christian and not just practically Christian is giving Jesus your mask... And telling the world you're not the same. Right. There's a change. You know, and and this is something we've discussed before. Hmm. I love running into people that are like, well, if God (laughs) saved you. I love when I run into people and they look at me and say, oh, if God can save Josh. That's right. He can save anybody. Amen. And I go, that's the gospel. You're much more gracious than I am. No, I'm not. It's just. You are. First of all. (laughs) You are much more gracious. You're about to see me ungracious. (laughs) Well, I'm just saying, like, that's... But but to me, like, that's the whole point. You're right. If he could take a broken, nasty, messy, dirty, black-hearted, wretched sinner and save them and do something with them, you're right. He could do it to you, too. You you know what I mean? Like, to me, I'm like... I get it. No, I get it. Yeah. Yeah, go tell everyone that. I still didn't like it. Anyway. But I challenge you this week, take off the mask, pick one life and be there. I mean, that's Revelation 3 all day, the church at Laodicea. I would rather you hot or cold. If you are lukewarm, I will spit you out of my mouth. Yep. There are plenty of opportunities out there to stand up for what you say you believe. Pick one and go with it. Yep. Pick something you're passionate about, too. Don't just jump on whatever's <laughs> trending right now. You're like, oh, yeah, go Trump. I'm like, I hate politics. For some of you, that that may mean putting down work. That may mean stop idolizing your job. Mm. Love your family. For some, that may mean putting down the blunt. Get your life together. Get it straightened out. Get your life right. So for some, that might be stop idolizing your children. And for some of you, that may mean start paying your baby mama. Mm, ouch. 
Can't be a Christian sitting up in church and your baby mama's not getting child support. Just saying. Or vice versa. You know what? Let's be equal opportunity offenders here. Some of you need to start paying your baby daddy. Yep. Yep. I agree. Because he's doing it. You know I am (laughs) pro-daddy. You know what I mean? I'm equal opportunity. (laughs) Whatever it means, put down your mask. Be about what you say you're about. You're not doing anyone any favors trying to play both sides of the fence. Right. In fact, you're making yourself miserable. You're getting all red faced. But until next week, head over to practicallychristian.com. I'm sorry, practicallychristianpodcast.com or check us out on Facebook at Practically Christian Podcast. We love talking. We can't wait to see you next week. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to Practically Christian Podcast. Please rate, comment, and share because we cannot do this without all of your love and support. For more information, go to sent.church. Until next week, keep running the race set before you, and we love you.